Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions, an opportunity for you to get a seat at the table. We have a breakfast table full of champions, with one of those champions being Darian Sanders, a worship pastor that has a voice that shifts atmospheres. Glenn Lundy believes that if you can change the way people start their day, it'll make a massive impact in your life. So let's pull up a seat and let's join in on Breakfast with Champions. this is what I feel called to do. This is what I'm going to do. But then yet you second guess yourself and you question everything or um, almost playing the victim card in what you are doing and stepping forward into that. That's not really uh, showing no confidence in what you feel called to do. And therefore, people aren't going to have faith in what you're doing and stepping out into. For instance, I say, hey, this is what I'm going to do. You know, I, I made it a point to say, you know, this is what I'm going to do for and with my music. You know, I said that I was going to record an EP and release it in the process. We have a date set in stone. August 23rd, we're going in the recording studios and recording. But also with that, people heard, people saw, people know, so that when we were in New York, Glenn was like, hey, you're doing the album, right? How can we help you? And I was like, getting started, jumping out. Literally. In 90 seconds, and I'm not even lying, 90 seconds, people donated 10 grand to the project to get it off the ground and running. What did that come from? That came from the fact of the matter that I have been consistent in what I've done. I've been a man of my word and saying, hey, this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm going to be about. And people have seen that and been about it. Not saying it to brag, saying it to say, like, the proof is in the pudding in that in that world and in that in that game, shifting the atmosphere with what I said I was going to do with my music, and I'm doing that. Two, uh, second point, uh, you being consistent changes atmospheres, both good and bad. Uh, so we walk through that and your consistency and how that plays a part. And then number three is my uh, bread and butter of what I love uh, and kind of the basis of what I do and who I am when I go into a room or when I have conversations with people, uh, be a thermostat, not a thermometer. And what I say when I, what I mean when I say that is as you go into rooms, as you go into businesses, as you go into things and as you go through life, if you are constantly walking into, into worlds and into places and being molded and shifted by the culture and where you are, uh, the world's not getting the true you. And so for me, I walk into a room, I walk into a situation, I walk into a scenario, and I want to make sure that I'm helping gauge where we are and then shifting the culture. And you shift the culture by being that thermostat, changing where we are, changing what's going on. If you notice some tensions in the room, lighten the load. Be that person that, as uh, Danielle Delgado would say, be that person that's going to solve a problem, solve that issue. Um, also, in the same aspect, uh, make sure you have value and something to bring to the table. Um, and if you're going to speak, speak boldly, speak confidently, uh, and speak on what you know. I love what Sarah was talking about earlier, um, just in the sense of people opening their mouths and saying things that they're not. And what's going on? Uh, Miss Kimberly, are you available to take this for a second? My wife is calling me and I need to answer this. 
I am, Mr. Darian, and thank you so much for your wonderful song. You know, when uh, Darian and I were talking about different topics, Darian inspires so many things in me and in all of us. But uh, without question, Darian is one of the people in our Breakfast with Champions family that embodies stepping into uh, your belief of your dreams, um, your faith, and acting on that faith. So um, for those of you who were in New York and saw that moment that Darian is speaking about, it was um, exciting for all of us to be part of his dream, to be part of being able to pour into him and be a small part of his story that is lifting us all and showing us the, the way to not only shift the atmosphere in the room, but shift the trajectory of your world and others. So I think that that is really a key part of what Breakfast with Champions is all about. So I just wanna thank you, Darian, for that. And um, I'd love to open this up to others uh, to share with Darian and I. Um, uh, is there someone who would like to share a quick story about the power of believing in your own life, a moment where you stepped out in your dream um, that proved to be a, a life-changing moment for you. Does someone have a brief story that you could share to edify us? Jeff, the entrepreneur, you flashed first. Go, buddy. Yeah, really quick. Just um, I believe I could play quarterback starting. Uh, quarterback, never played in high school, was homeschooled. Um, and really just didn't give up and do it. And it wasn't, I had to switch teams. And I remember being, you know, laughed at, mocked at, called Tebow, which became my inner strength name once Tebow started winning. But, um, but it was funny because then the belief for the name Tebow, uh, when, when he was winning, then had me more do self-belief because of the association. And uh, it helped. I wound up transferring a team and wound up starting playing quarterback. So that gave me the confidence. Les Brown says it. If you have enough uh, confidence, even pursuit of your dream, right? Didn't go and play in the NFL, but played at a semi-pro quarterback level. If you can do that, right, then you can go do anything. And that gave me confidence to really just go after anything in every day. So good reminder. That's wonderful. And uh, uh, Ify, is that the way you say your name? Always inspiring. Um, uh, Sarah mentioned that you had flashed. Would you like to make a share? Oh, I think she just jumped off stage. I'm so sorry, Kimberly. That's on me. Oh, I didn't see her. Um, uh, and I apologize for missing that flash. Is there someone else who would like to share a special moment in your life where the power of believing and stepping out on that made all the difference for you? Hey, I love this happening. Great. Go ahead, Alpha. Six. I think that was Keontae. Oh, Keontae. I'm sorry. Keontae and then Marquise. Thank you. Are you back, Darian? Let's I am keep going. Back. Okay, great. Thanks. Keontae, you go first. Okay, perfect. Um, I'm Keontae, Captain Young Money. I'm from New York City. And in my life, on so many occasions, I have dared to believe that I could achieve something beyond what other people thought <laughs> that I could do. Um, the first thing that <clears throat> excuse me, comes to mind is when I wanted to start my own teen magazine, I was 21. I had already worked with Coca-Cola and developing their own, their magazine. And I recognized that there was a potential because Coca-Cola shut down their publication. So 
I went out and I went to my friends, companies that I had relationships with, and I went out and I got sponsorship. And I started my magazine. I put out a bunch of issues. And then I developed the brand, The Sneaker Man, from there. But the point is, is that, you know, when you when you have an idea for something like a publication or a book or a restaurant or any type of business, it all starts with an idea. It all starts with you and with what you envision in your mind, what you see. And for me, I've always been a type of person that when I see something, I, I write it down. And when I write it down, I start to develop it. Once I start to develop it, I got to put it in action. So take the steps necessary so that you can achieve your goal. I wanted to start my own magazine, so I went and got a job at a newspaper where I learned the entire publishing process. I also took a class at City College. I took a publishing class at City College. I didn't even do a, a whole, I just took the class one semester just to learn one thing. You know what I mean? So um, anything is possible when you see it. You just got to make sure you create a strong map, a strong plan, a blueprint on how you want to make it happen. And then once you have that blueprint, you have that blueprint reviewed by people who are way smarter than you. And then you get it popping. With the magazine, I went to, I contacted this brother that I knew who worked at Black Enterprise. And he took an hour from his, he took his lunch break one day and laid my whole magazine out for me. Um, when it came to editing, I reached out to some editors that I knew so that they could review it for me. Like, have people who are smarter than you, who are willing to support you, become a part of your project. This is Cayente, Captain Young Money, and I'm landing my plane. Thank you so much. Come on, Cayente. Love it. Appreciate it, sir. We're going to go to uh, Marquise and then Tosh. I see you flashing your mic. Thanks so much, Darian. I'm thinking about earlier when Laura was talking about flow and imagining. One of the things my father taught me growing up was to dream build, to see myself in situations, although I wasn't there. So when we were talking about that segment of when we see other people succeeding, oh man, believe me, I look forward to my friends succeeding because that's my fuel to remind me I'm no different than them and mine is coming. So I'm always celebrating my friends. I'm always looking to find a reason to cheer someone else on just to remind me, as it was said on Saturday, God's no respect of persons, that it's also possible for me. Greg alluded to something that I used to do when I ran my 50 miler. Many people think, oh man, you're an ultra marathon. I'm like, yeah, but that was work. In high school and college, I ran track, but I ran nothing more than the 400. So I'd never ran more than three miles in my entire life until my mid 30s when I decided to run a marathon. Some of you heard my interview last week when I talked about those injuries I had on my fifth and sixth marathon and then decided to run a 50. My key to running a 50 had nothing to do with I just wanted to run 50. It was pushing myself to know that I can do more than I thought I could and forcing my body to align. So you know how Greg talked about he ran two miles and ran a little further just to push himself because he had to get home? That was my secret on the Chicago lakefront. I would, adi- I would always run an additional mile beyond plan just to break myself, just to stretch myself, just to know and say, you got this. I left my wallet at home. I left my transit card at home. So I had no way of getting back other than run, jog, walk, crawl, whatever it took. But in doing that, I become the man that I am and still becoming in this life that there's nothing that I can't do. And so I just wanted to shout back to you, Darian. 
if you believed, if you believed, just like Destry Yeager said, when the dream is big enough, the facts don't count. So if you believe, nothing can stop you. I'm Marquise. Thank you for the moment. Hey, Marquise, can I say something to that real quick? This is Glenn Lundy and my boy Cayente. It's great to hear your voice um, this morning. So I, I want to talk to you real quick, you know, being a runner, and I'm, I apologize, Danny, and I'll hand it right back. Um, so I was a sprinter in high school. I was not a long-distance runner. I did not understand long distance. I thought it was stupid to run super, super far just to end up in the same place that you started, right? <laughs> At least in the 100-meter dash, we had, a, we had a start line and a finish line. 200-meter, we had a start line and a finish line. The 400, I kind of thought that was about as uh, – I ran it, but that was about as stupid as it got. I didn't make it, it didn't make sense to me running further than that and end up at the same place. But I noticed something these last couple runs that I've had, like – there's this stride all of a sudden and it every like when I hit that stride I feel like I'm running that 100 meter dash again or that 200 you know what I'm saying like it takes me back to yes. my day do you experience that yes. too yes yes they call it the runner's high and it was so crazy at one point it took me about 5 miles before I felt it so I would literally push myself to get to that point cuz once I hit the stride it's like game on I finally arrived yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, Glenn. That's incredible, man. I, I Yeah, I hit it on the third mile today. In that third mile, I was like, wait a minute. I know how to do this. I know how to run. Like, this feels great. <laughs> so I just wasn't sure. Congrats, man. congrats. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks. Sorry, Danny. Just had to ask about that. No, you're good. Sorry, guys. I had to pop in and out. Um, my dog is sick, and my wife called me, and I'm heading home to take it to the vet. So... Uh, that's what I was dealing with. But sorry, uh, Marquise, I missed the last part of your share, but Glenn jumped in on that, so that's good. Uh, Miss Tosh, did you speak on yes. that? Let's hear it. Yes, you. please, Darian. Thank you so much. And Glenn, that was amazing. Congratulations. Thank you for the opportunity. I wanted to quickly touch on the um, uh, the this morning segment that I briefly missed about uh, celebrating when uh, somebody else wins which is absolutely amazing because I was doing the devotional. I don't know for people who do the uh, U version devotional. Today's devotional was actually Ephesians 5, 1 to 14. And a test of love was the actual devotional content. And they gave 10 different um, points um, that, you know, ask God how you're doing when it comes to love. So are you a great listener? Yeah, I said, tick. Do you, deserve, do you serve people? Tick. Are you a big-hearted forgiver? Yeah. Do you pray frequently and fervently for people? brilliant do you accept people who are different brilliant then do you verbalize your love you say i love you or do you write the words i love you to people and then the seventh was do you touch people to express love you know on their shoulder and stuff like that like jesus touched the leper or are you an encourager and then that was eight and then nine was do you consistently speak well of people and then 10 which really amazed me it said do you weep with those who weep and rejoice with those who rejoice um and then it kept on saying that um both are crucial, but the latter rejoicing with somebody is much rarer. When someone has a broken heart, just show up and care. When someone has lots of success, then dance with them. Apparently, it's really difficult for people to do that. I, Yeah, it just made me really think and um, just think about life. And uh, just to, you know, as Christians, we do get all these um, uh, 
challenges where somebody is weeping, you weep with them and do you rejoice? And so I just wanted to quickly touch on that. But yeah, back to your point, Darian, sorry. I really wanted to share amazing, amazing news today. I know some people would know in this, in this, um, uh, in the Breakfast with Champion, I know it's uh, Renee would know about this, uh, a bit of Dr. Rowe, I think Alexander, NTM, and you guys, and Ella, beautiful on the stage. You know, I've, I had the, the vision which I shared at the beginning of, uh, when I joined this app that God showed me in 2018 to help eradicate poverty in Africa. And we had a date set up and all that, all that stuff with a, a lovely lady called Alicia Little. And now the date has been set up and we're starting on Wednesday. So Wednesday, people in my country, in Tanzania, will be trained digital skills. This is all free, it normally costs, but people raised money and now we've got about 30 something people who are going to be trained on Wednesday. And um, I'm happy to announce that Renee is going to help me set up the room. And uh, we, I'm just, honestly, if I keep going, I'll just bubble and I'm so happy that God has awesome. Come on, Dad. Wonderful. Oh, Tosh, we see you, girl. Can I jump in real quick, Darian? Tosh, thank you so much. I'm so excited for you. And I also, I, I've had the privilege of working in Kenya, Tanzania, and Uganda, and other countries in, in Africa with uh, women and youth empowerment. So I'm excited for you, and I want to pledge my support. So I wanted to say that to you. And thank you for sharing your great news with us. Definitely the power of believing. And I want to connect it quickly to something because Tony's segment this morning was about planting and harvesting and farming in the seed. I believe that what we're also witnessing is not only the power of believing, but the power of seeding and uh, reaping what you sow. And you have to sow first. Darian is an example of that. He has seeded his dreams. Um, he has poured into other people, poured into us, poured into his own dreams and faith. And we're watching the harvest of his life, just like we are, Tosh, with you and others. So it's important to connect all these dots together because the things that we're talking about in here, they all take us on the same journey toward the light, toward the destiny we all came to do. I love it. Awesome. Hey, Who's jumping in? Is that Lewis? Lewis, can I hop in there? Awesome. Let's have Lewis, and then yeah. uh, I'm going to wrap it up, and I'm going to pass it to Alexander. Okay. Hey, real quick, um, uh, milestone in my life was uh, when I was in my sophomore year <clears throat> in college, I went to the uh, placement center with a two-page resume, and the uh, career counselor took it, ripped it up, and threw it in the trash. And she said, don't ever come back in here with a two-page resume again. And next year, I came back. Uh, had a one-page resume. I started spending a lot of time with her, and I started interviewing. And interview after interview after interview, I was getting rejected rejection letters. So finally, I just got fed up. And um, uh, there was an alumni down here. His name is Virgil Scott. He's since passed. He ended up being my mentor. And he told me, he said, hey, look, you know, I need you to sit on your hands because you move your hands too much. I need you to talk to yourself in the mirror. I need you to look at how the president's dressed, you know, and I need you to use his gestures I started listening to some self-help tapes, and I started spending every day at the Career Placement Center with that career counselor who uh, tore up my resume. End <laughs> um, result was I ended up coming out of, uh, before I graduated, I had seven job offers. 
as a result of uh, the mentorship I got from my career counselor and Virgil Scott, who since passed. Um, and I started working for the Pillsbury Company uh, a month out of school. So that was, uh, you know, a turning point in my life when, I, you know, my confidence was low, but these people, these two people poured into me and I had seven job offers before I graduated. Thank you, Lewis. Come on, Lewis. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Well, in alignment and with heart with um, the power of believing and shifting cultures and atmosphere and moving forward as well. Um, I got one more song uh, that I'm going to do, but I, but it, it comes with a uh, be on the lookout because there's some announcements coming today, probably around 2.30. And in the heartbeat of announcements coming, we'll say uh, be on the lookout for for Disney announcements. So I figured I'd do a Disney song. Uh, Miss Joy, she loves this one. So this one, this one's for you, Miss Joy. Getting out, getting ready for the the new week. So a whole new week in a whole new world. How about that one? Love it. I can show you the world, shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, princess, now when did you last let your heart decide? I can open your eyes, take you wander by wonder, over sideways and under. On a magic carpet ride, a whole new world, a new fantastic point of view. No one to tell us no, or where to go, or say we're only dreaming. A whole new A dazzling place I never knew, but when I'm way up here, it's crystal clear that now I'm in a whole new world, with now I'm in a whole new world with you, unbelievable sights, indescribable feelings. Soaring, tumbling, freewheeling through an endless diamond sky, a whole new world. A hundred thousand things to see. I'm like a shooting star. I've come so far. I can't go back to where I used to be. Every turn a surprise, every moment red letter, I'll taste them anywhere. It's time to spare, let me share this whole new world with you. A whole new world, that's where we'll be. A thrilling chase, a wondrous place for you and me. Love y'all. 
Y'all have a great week. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.